Welcome to episode two of Brose, the podcast for bros who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell. Joining me, I need to cope with a better open for this show, uh, is bros who drink rose. I'm Matt Casnell. Joining me as they do every episode are my good friends, Sean O'Brien. Richard Sweeten, and Timothy Hansen. What's going on, Hello! Guys? Yay, Tim! We're all going to cheer for Tim right now. Yay! Yay! But why? Just Yay! Be- <laughs> because you're across the country. Yeah. People One don't know state this. over. Tim is actually calling us right now from Osaka, Japan. Yeah. It's incredible. He's actually. I would in love to be in Japan. That'd be great. Uh, all right. Am I near the red light district? Sure. Listen, man, anything is possible in your imagination. <laughs> Didn't South Park copyright that? That was SpongeBob. Yeah, SpongeBob did imagination. Do you guys not know that episode? No. No. Or three episodes? Oh, it's so good. I am not familiar. Never mind. With it. Sorry, I sidetracked us already. Oh, God. Oh, that's a okay. We can edit that. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, let's cut all that out. <laughs> Don't edit me right. out. Yeah. Let's let's go get the intro going in three, <laughs> two, one. Hey, it's Tim. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, shoot. Well, we'll, we'll just we'll roll. So, <laughs> so welcome to episode two. If you missed episode one, shame on you. But um, but you can follow us uh, multiple places. I should really start this over. God, <laughs> no, what just a keep absolute train. No, this is this is how so the it... premise of this show. If you didn't it's listen, it's episode... gonna get worse. <laughs> so the premise of the show, worse case, or better. In case you Both. missed episode one, the premise of the show is fairly simple. We're four bros who drink rosé, and we are positive questions about life, the universe, and everything from uh, the women in our lives, and we discuss it over a glass of bubbly rosé. Uh, if you missed episode one, it's... Uh, oh, Tim's the only one with bubbly rosé. That's right. Sorry. It was just, just delicious, sweet, succulent rosé. <laughs> so, uh, if you missed episode one, please go back and check it out. It'll give you a great idea of who we are and why we're doing what we do. Uh, Tim... No, Rich is... Wh- wh- why are you holding up your bottle? Rich is... Look Rich, is Rich you gotta... You, you have to relax, man. I... <laughs> See, I slowed down because I thought I was winning. Yeah. Now I gotta catch up. What the shit? Tim's Tim no like dr- dumping vodka into his glass, <laughs> like just trying it's to. Not catch true. Up. It's scotch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tim. Tim is uh, is going to be well known as the guy on this podcast who wants to be drinking scotch, and we're not going to let him <laughs> because it's called Brose. You know, maybe yeah. for his birthday. No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. I don't get what I want up. on my birthday. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So anyway, so uh, as, as I mentioned, we have uh, questions that have been posited to us by, by the women in our lives, and uh, they've come in three different levels. We're now on level two. This envelope that I'm holding has, uh, has been open, but no questions have been revealed to any of us. This is the first time any of us are looking at the questions. And this question envelope has two glasses of wine on it, and as such, we are all working on our second or third <laughs> glass of wine, Tim. <laughs> like two and a half. I topped it off. So yeah. the premise being that, okay, the first question we talked about a couple of very important topics like plastic straws. Now is the question. <laughs> so uh, I, I, we have no idea what's going to be in this envelope, but our, gentlemen, are you ready to, uh, to bear our souls? I'm ready for question one. All right. Our first question is... <laughs> <laughs> That's not a very good question. Our no. first question is not a question. It is just Sean's gross stomach problem. <laughs> Did Mary just write all of these questions for so all of the maybe, envelopes? So when we, I, I believe so. So when we just, we were discussing this yesterday, Sean and I and, and Sean's wife Mary were discussing this a little bit yesterday, and I think that the premise was as as we go along, each envelope successfully will get, I guess, more like like more intro, like more more dark or like more, more like more personal, yeah, personal. yeah, yeah more intimate. Yeah. So uh, we're 
We're really leading off with a doozy right here. Sean, I'm going to leave this up to you if you want to discuss this or not. Yeah, this is a total HIPAA violation, unless you say something <laughs> okay, first. No, yeah. okay. So, my gross stomach problem is... <laughs> i let you keep that one. Thank you. I'm going to show that to her later. <laughs> that took a shirt. So, it was about, I guess, around the time of your Matt's, your bachelor party. Okay. So, when was that, May? Like, May, yeah. So, in May, I was feeling gross all the time. I was constantly nauseous. I couldn't really eat anything, because I would get so full so quickly. And so, that happened for, you know, four or six months. And then I was like, I should probably see a doctor about this. And I went to the doctor, and uh, he was like, well, you might just have acid reflux, or... You can have this bacteria in your stomach. Ooh. And if you have that, you can't take medicine for acid reflux because it'll mess you up worse. So you had to go get tested for it. And I said, okay. Okay. And I did. And I got tested for the bacteria and they said, hey, guess what? You have the bacteria. And I said, great. <laughs> Do you know what the name of the bacteria is? H. pylori. Okay. And so they were like, uh, okay, so you have this. And I was like, great. What do I do? And I'm like, now I have to go to a second doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, dope. And so I went to the second doctor uh, and he was like, okay, so, <laughs> we need to figure out how, Here's to earth. Yeah. we need to figure out how much damage it's done, so we have to do, uh, an endoscopy, which is when they take a camera, shove it down your throat, and we're gonna take a couple biopsies to make sure you don't have celiac, which is, uh, gluten intolerance, mm -hmm. as we are well aware. Yeah, rich, yeah, yeah. Rich, rich, I, rich is celiac is a uh, gluten intolerance. Yeah. We believe it might be celiac. And just in case uh, it doesn't say Richie's gross stomach problems, we won't get too far into it. But I do have celiac. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So I had to check if I celiac. It fell over. I see what the what the damage was. So they go in, take biopsies, and I go back in, and they're like, I get, oh, actually I got a call from a from a nurse or something, and she was like, great news, you don't have the bacteria. And I was like, fucking what? <laughs> like, and she was really upset with me. Drummer. She's like, you're not happy? And I was like, no. <laughs> because the entire time I thought that's what was wrong with me. And now I'm back to square one, not knowing what's wrong with me. And so I went back to the doctor and he's like, well, here's the thing. Uh, usually we'll see uh, what's called mild, um, mild acid reflux. You have moderate acid reflux, which is like worse than that. And, and so, no. yeah, and so, uh, and, uh, you tested your, you don't have any H. pylori. Did you take any antibiotics? And I was like, no, I was waiting for you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so he was like, well, you don't have any, we're not taking any antibiotics, uh, because you don't have that. Uh, so you're just going to have to deal with, uh, acid reflux for the rest of your life and feeling kind of gross pretty much all the time. And I'm like, okay, well, at least it, it Initially, I was upset, but I'm like, okay, it's kind of the uh, the evil you know kind of a situation. Which, like, at least I know what's going on, and yeah. if I, I know what's going to make me feel gross, and so you can avoid that. <coughs> he also found out that I am I'm missing an enzyme completely to break down starches, uh, and for and I think I've told all of you, but I'm uh, for the uninitiated. A starch, mm -hmm. basically, uh, the compound is like a ladder. And I can break down the long parts of the ladder, but not the steps. So all the steps okay. in the middle. Yeah. And, and so has this been something... Do they know that... Have you just had been missing this enzyme your whole life? They don't know. They're, so it's just like, well, you're missing it. That's... Huh. And, and he, his, his tone was really just like, it's super weird, but... <laughs> and I was like, dope. And so, uh, yeah. So at some point in my future, I won't be able to eat any starches... 
Which is like every so often it'll hit me in waves where I'm like, oh no, I won't be able to eat potato chips yeah. or bread mm. or pasta oh, or rice. Oh god. Or just potatoes in general. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so it's yeah, it sucks. But what are you gonna do? You know, like I feel better now because I know what it is, so yeah. it's like I can avoid like like oranges <laughs> or whatever. Avoid oh, oranges, yeah. Yeah, that's acidic. <laughs> so the the one nice thing there's, I mean, this is like the silver, silver lining of like whether you're talking about like the the missing enzyme or, or the celiac or gluten intolerance or whatever, is that I think it, it seems like we're much, since we're much more aware of it, there are so many possible alternatives and, mm-hmm. and there's so much out there in terms of food products that at least account for that, even if they're pricey, like at least that is available now in a way that. I don't think was really available like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I've almost gone bankrupt going food shopping sometimes, but <laughs> it's it makes me feel better, and I don't feel like crap and sick, and I'm not losing weight. I'm actually gaining weight, which is unfortunate, so I'm probably yeah. going to start eating eating regular bread again, just so that I can get that quick... <laughs> flush it out. <laughs> Feeling like garbage is worth it. <laughs> That's the healthy so, way to lose weight, is like make yourself feel like absolute trash. Exactly. <laughs> so, Sean, for the acid... For the acid reflux, can you not take, like, Prilosec or anything like that? I'm taking a PPI, which is, like, a Prilosec or a okay. And so I took some right before this. <laughs> was, like, How's that going? It's going good. Yeah, this is going to be a regular thing because we're drinking rosé well, every time we yeah, do one. Yeah, but it, it's, it's, I'm not, I shouldn't drink, like, straight red wine. So this is, like, a nice in-between. Right. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. And at, right. least, at least this is only, like, once a month or so. Yeah. Not, not really, like, every week. Yeah. To be fair, I drink a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> the same time well, tomorrow, right? Because I feel so shitty when I drink beer, so I had to cut yeah. that out, which is, like, good for your health, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well, damn. Wine is amazing, though. I've learned that from your wife. Mm-hmm. That's ha- yeah, me like, too. I've, like, oh my goodness, why did I not drink wine my entire life? Well, that's... Here's the thing. We mm-hmm. we can we can use this to segue into toxic masculinity All right. and the nonsense culture that yeah. surrounds beer, <laughs> because like beer is good and I uh-huh. I genuinely do like it, but you get shamed for not liking it. Like if like you will get a million percent called a pussy <clears throat> if I go into a thing and I'm like, hey, can I have some wine? They're yeah. gonna be like, like if it's a dude bartending, like, oh, uh, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> so that was that was essentially a running joke on Scrubs where uh, he uh, JD would always order like an apple teeny or something, mm-hmm. and they're like. Yeah. Be a man about it. Take away his man yeah. cards and stuff. No, we yeah. can take away Vince's man cards, but yeah, no. Like, <laughs> we, we Thank God. I was gonna say first we can't make fun of Vince. We mentioned in our first podcast. Rich's cousin Vince uh, works at CVS. Has worked there for forty five years and also enjoys himself a mean strawberry apple teeny. Yeah. But he's a different case. Like yeah. it's not. That's just yeah. That's, that's just Vince. busting your yeah. friend's balls as opposed to like someone you don't know. Being yeah. Like, right. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why aren't you drinking some beer? So Tim yeah. and I ran into this a few like, a couple months ago when we went to uh, the we we, we, were, we had a five k. We did that Night Nation run. And yeah. we went to, so we went to... Oh, at the bar. So we went to, we had the Night Nation run in Philly, which is just like a nighttime, like fun run, 5K. And we got there early, so we, Xfinity Live is right near there. So we went to the bar and, and had a beer beforehand. And the guy sitting next to us, didn't know him, he, he had asked and uh, was getting poured like a De Serrano shot. And we turned him like, oh yeah, good De Serrano. I'm like, I, I genuinely am good with De Serrano. I like it. And we both were like, oh, nice with De Serrano. And he got really defensive about it. He was like, uh, this is my girlfriend. I, I, I never order that myself. We're like, 
No, I mean, that's fine. I mean, listen, whatever you want to do. It's like, nah, man, I, I drink like beer. Like, and then he, he like shuffled off fast. And it was the most like blatant lie. Like, eh, like, we don't, don't make sh- fun of me. That's the thing. But like, we don't give a shit. But like, obviously somebody has razzed him about this D Serrano thing before and it sucks. And you know, when I was like maybe 20 to 25, I was like, I'm drinking beer. I'm being a man. And, and then like once I hit 25, 26, I'm like, this, this shit doesn't taste that good. Yeah. Give me something that tastes good. I don't care. Well, that's the thing. is like, even at family parties and stuff, you'll get shit for not drinking Coors Light. It's like, uh, sorry, that's the worst possible beer. Literally the worst. Yeah, yeah. Literally. I'm going to drink some microbrew that tastes good at least. Right, like, yeah. And then even on like beyond that, like, who, are you going to give me shit for drinking a wine cooler? Fuck you. No, no. Because like, well, it's like, oh, I have to be able to, for, especially in the Coors Light situation, it's like, oh, well, I need to be able to drink this like super fast so I can have 18 of them. Because exactly. That's another part of it is like the quantity of beers that you've drank instead of like, oh, well, I had like one like double dog nitro and yeah. that tasted great and it lasted me all night. But like, oh, I crushed 18 <laughs> Miller Lights. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's what better. it tastes like, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. It's like like literally drinking my own urine. Yeah, Doug, like, your dick is so huge. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's it all is. about like it's it's the quantity of like how much shitty stuff can you put into your body before yeah. you will keel over and die. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. and it's like why? Why do you have to put this shitty stuff in your body to be a man? Why <laughs> why can't I be a man by drinking my froofy pink frozen alcoholic drink? I enjoy what so. A- yeah, I'll still start a fight off with a fucking daiquiri. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or uh, the Heartbreakers, Richie, yeah. well, that we were drinking the other night. Oh, uh, the Heartbreakers? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Attic's they were so good. Those things are so good. I can't I can't remember. I think they were essentially just a uh, Bahama Bay Breeze or whatever it is. And yeah. they were delicious. Mm-hmm. And they were frozen and they were pink. And I was like, I love it. <laughs> and then uh, Matt's wife, Jenna, was just... What is that? Because I know we like the same thing. And I'm like, it's yes. delicious. And so then me and her cheers to one later. And I was like, I'm I'm a man because I love carrying around this pink drink. And <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. delicious. That makes you more masculine at that point. Because if there's a cultural stim- stimulus, cultural um, feeling towards that kind of fruity drink. Stigma. And you're- stigma, stigma. That's the one. Yes. yes stigma. Go. So if there's a cultural feeling towards that kind of drink and you're the one walking around like, yeah, you know, I'll, I've got this daiquiri and I'll kick your ass and it's fine like that makes that's more masculine in my book it's it's, it's like those shirts back when we were in high school real real men wear pink or yeah. whatever. it's it's exactly it's, yeah being confident like, enough in your masculinity yeah. let's make sure that everybody uh, listening knows that we all turned to tim after we said confident in your masculinity <laughs> well you know if vince were here we would have turned to him yeah. uh no we're never turning to he's vince. not confident no not at all he's, he's definitely not no he's baking cookies uh, you know what? I would bake, I've cooked. I, I've baked cookies for Christmas gifts, so there's nothing wrong with baking cookies. No, not at all. But that was for a purpose. He bakes cookies just to bake cookies. You know, sometimes he's I'm like just, a grandma you already. Good, you sometimes yeah. you just need a good cookie. Yeah, though. sometimes you're I'm not gonna island defend, on this one. Don't no, yeah. I'm not gonna defend Vince so much, but I, I 100% have done this just for the sake of doing it, like making my own cookies. Sometimes you just want brownies or cookies or whatever dessert, and yeah. you just. Bake I am wrong. Yeah, fuck you, Ted. <laughs> yeah, this, this isn't the hill. Please don't. <laughs> well, that's well. What, one of the things that's nice is like Jake is developing a Jake. Jake is your stepson. Yeah, right? Jake yeah. is my stepson, and he's developing a a wide range of interests. Like he's really into gardening and cooking, but also more into football than anyone I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, and so I think I think that's what's important is cultivating a well-rounded yeah boy yeah because then you don't have like he's he's and he loves the fact that he gardens and it's not like I think. It's starting to. He's starting to get to that age where I think 
he's like realizing like that's not what all the the guys are doing. But I th- I hope that he you know carries that confidence because like yeah. it's going to serve him so well in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you guys got him the uh, greenhouse for his birthday, what last year or whatever? Last year, or the year before, yeah. I was like. This is the coolest kid in the world because he wanted a greenhouse for his birthday. Yeah, like, and he's he's super stoked when he grows his tomatoes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stoked. Now, now, and and you guys have experience with this. Is it easier or harder to like to parent to a lack of a because because I feel like the the main reason why aside from the actual toxic masculinity part, the main reason that people wind up teaching their their sons or daughters to oh um, your daughter you like dresses and easy bake oven and stuff yeah. and boys you like you know. G.I. Joe's and everything is because it's easier. Like, it's just like, okay, you fit a certain profile. I know if you like football, you also like X, Y, and Z too. Is it easier or harder to give them like the complete freedom to like whatever they want? uh, It's, it's easier than I think people make it out to be, but it's, it is still definitely difficult. Like he grew his hair out because he just wanted to. And so he gets mistaken for a girl all the time and he's fine with it. Like, but he's still, he, he, he has like, it's the very, it's very much like an, I'm a, I'm a boy and like, that's it. Like, what are, you, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Obviously. There's nothing else that goes with it. It's just no. like, that's but it's, what I am. Yeah, it's yeah. also the circles, I think, that we run in because we have so many friends who are, who don't fit that binary. That So it's like, it's easier to find people. I don't know. We're in a very, we're in kind of an echo chamber where it's like, nobody's given a shit about. No. It's You know who does though? Like our, uh, like my older relatives, like sure. our aunts and uncles. Mary yeah. and my aunts and uncles yeah. are just like shitty about it sometimes. Like, why are you growing your hair out? You look like a queer. And it's like, oh, okay. Gosh, yeah. 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 Anyway, but it definitely depends on your environment. Um, Martha's cousins, they have a son who's very much like Jacob. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he constantly deals with the fact that people are like, they're out in California, which you would think would mm-hmm. l- largely be more accepting. He's constantly made fun of and he takes all of that to heart. Yeah. So Jacob has like, like I'm a guy. Get over, like, I don't, I don't understand why you're making this mistake. Where he takes that as like, no, why does everyone think I'm a girl? Like, yeah, it, it absolutely depends on your environment. So, like that home life of being supporting and giving that uh, structure is great. Mm-hmm. But if they're still running in all that resistance out in the world, it makes it a little more difficult. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, we're making slow, steady progress as a society, but like and. Taking some hits in the last couple of years in terms of the the social side of things, but I mean, it it, it seems like things have on the whole gotten better over the well, last. Well, it's that years. Uh, what's that window? Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, well, we, bat, bat starts with a B. Sure. Making that up? Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but we've I think we as a society moved moved the window so far left that mm-hmm. these kind of things are a little bit easier to get mm-hmm. away with. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm completely lost about what window we're talking about. I, I know. I don't know are you looking it up? I'm assuming it's I'm a perspective it thing of like yeah. this is where the yeah, general you, perspective if is. Shift, if you basically if you shift what the extreme is so far mm-hmm. to the left, then uh, what is acceptable? Like we shifted the the window so far to the left that gay marriage was the acceptable. Thing. It's the Overton. Okay. The Overton window. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and what's happening right now is that Trump. Is shifting it so far to the right that right. like you'll get like you have Nazis that exist, yeah. and so the stuff that he's saying doesn't seem as crazy mm-hmm. because yeah. in in like to 
It's good to say that there were people on many sides yeah. who were doing things wrong in Charlottesville when it's like, no, there were Nazis. It's, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's fine people on both sides. Very fine. Oh, shit. Very fine people. Yeah. I, I, I just want to say, I know the listeners can't see this, nor Tim, but isn't it such a roller coaster watching Sean figure out if he wants to drink his wine or not? <laughs> oh, I could see it. Okay, he's going back and forth. He, he yeah. has his wine on the, the right. He'll pick it up, put it down on the left, <laughs> grab the wine from the left, pick it up, put it down on the right. And it's just over and over. I'm just like... Don't drink shame him, Richie. Time? I'm not shaming. I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking with you. Here's the problem: I, I'm gonna fence Sean on this point from not being able to decide whether he wants the wine or the water. It's really hot in this room, and <laughs> I have not figured out a good way to get around. Well, it. No, this... it's a, it's a good, but it's, it's a, it's a compact twitch that doesn't make a noise. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's not fine. registering. <laughs> We're looking at the levels. It looks fine. It's, it's completely fine. There's nothing. I just like I'm sitting here. I'm like, this is. This is, this, is he going to drink it? No? No? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping you guessing, Rich. <laughs> so any final thoughts on Sean's stomach problem? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got it. Uh, I was going to say, are we going to do a second question in. in these two glasses? Yeah, um, we're two glasses in. We are two glasses in. All right, so this is the second question. Uh, and, Sean, I know this is from your wife. Because the question is just pumpkin spice prevalence. I love it. This is all rich. This <laughs> is all I love... I, I I hate pumpkin pie. I love You're pumpkin wrong. spice. Mm. I love. I've never. Well, the thing is, I've never been a big fan of cheesecake. Just the consistency and the fact oh, that there's dude, cream cheese. Wrong, in what it. is wrong with I you? Don't I don't like, like cheesecake. But My house. Neither do I. So like when I see when I see <laughs> when I see pumpkin pie, I think that's a pumpkin cheesecake, mm. and I just no. And so I don't eat it. But I, I will. I will get. Like, all the pumpkin spice, everything. I had two pumpkin spice coffees yesterday from Wawa because they were a dollar, so why not? Um, I'm getting starting to get a little aggravated at my coworker because she hasn't ordered pumpkin spice K-Cups for work yet. Um, <laughs> even uh, when Labor Day weekend, when Starbucks had their pumpkin spice lattes, we mm-hmm. went to Starbucks while you guys were at church. Me, Sean, Mary, and Jacob went to Starbucks and got pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, you two got pumpkin spice, and I got... I got something else, but not in, not as like, a, I'm, I'm, I'm like planting my flag against yeah. them. I just, yeah. I don't like them, but I think there is a, there is a definite backlash against them. Like it's, it's like Nickelback. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like pumpkin spice. I'm 100% bored It's, it's like goodness. the basic version of Nickelback. Like the basic, the, you know, the, the, the basic B-word. Yeah. 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 The, uh, but it's, I don't think there is. It's not a. If you like them, just like them. Yeah. Like, yeah. People like their pumpkin yeah. spice. It's it is. Mary was in that article. And yes, <laughs> the, Philly, the Philly Inquirer ran an article on uh, on the the introduction of the pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks earlier and earlier every year, and Sean's wife was quoted in it. Yeah, and to paraphrase her, shit's going sideways in the world. Let me like my fucking right. pumpkin spice. Yeah, yeah this is like this is such a minor transgression, and it, it's simply just as you said, a response to. What is probably more claim slash recognition slash consumption than is probably warranted for the quality of what it is. Like, as you said with Nickelback, Nickelback is a perfectly fine, mediocre band. Yes. <laughs> but they have sold gadzillions of records. They and so they the are Beatles, the Beatles, right? They're the, more than the Beatles. Like, yeah. the best, like, I think it's like them and Eminem are like the best selling artists in the world. I think, I think and they might, be, they might be like the best selling foreign artist in America. Right. He's a Canadian. Yeah. So, um, 
but because of that and because of their their crippling mediocrity, uh, they they are. They are, they're the worst band in the world. Same thing with, with pumpkin spice. It's like, it's a fine alternative to coffee. But yeah. because it's it's just, it's August and we're doing it. And like people are just like, pumpkin spice latte, here we go. And, and you know, it's, it's just a backlash of that, as you said. Mm-hmm. And it also brings into the idea of basic culture. Like basic white girls, basic white guys. I don't really know if there's basic white guys or basic they're bros. bros. Basic bros. bros. Welcome um, to the Brose podcast. Brose. <laughs> But it's like, that's like, it's basic culture. And people are like, oh, you're drinking, you're so basic. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be basic then. If if I'm basic for drinking a pumpkin spice latte, then let me be basic. Yeah, because that's, who that's, cares? That's like, what is the most basic thing that you all, uh, Rich, is it pumpkin spice? Or what's the most basic thing that you all enjoy? Um, I would have to say it is pumpkin spice. Um, I don't really, like, I don't know. Like... Like I said, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a slacks guy. I'm not jeans guy. So, uh, yeah, probably pumpkin spice is the most basic thing I get. Because, mm-hmm. but also at the same, I'm not a very complicated guy to begin with. Mm-hmm. Tim, what do you say? Breathing. All right, <sighs> uh, <are> you. <laughs> What? It's basic. Oh, it's basic it. to humanity. All right. Well, we're gonna hang up on Tim now and uh, show <laughs> the fuck you are. <laughs> I don't know. I probably rose. Rose the most basic thing. Rose like, is the most basic thing. But I don't like, find that particularly basic. Uh, I don't think well, wines. But maybe just wine in general. Yeah, not really. Yeah, rose. How much like, I like wine, but I don't know because I think it's different. If I like something. That's like considered basic. I'm being like edgy, and I'm not like I'm. I'm subverting masculinity. Right. It's different for us because we're a bunch of white dudes. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, fair enough. I don't really see wine as much being basic as it is being um, it's uh, millennial and pretentious. Yeah. It's there's there's like it's like the spectrum is like being a millennial and being like I don't drink beer. Like yeah, it's right. a pretension. <laughs> right. Right. But, I mean, there's, yeah. there's been studies that more millennials drink wine than anything else, just because. Millennials are starting to learn, like, why not just drink the things that taste good? And it's also s- cheap. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. absolutely. You can this, get blitzed off a bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah this, this is like a case of beer or <laughs> this bottle of lab that is 12.5% volume of alcohol cost me $7. Mm-hmm. And I've drank two thirds of it already. Yeah. You can get like a half decent bottle of wine for like anywhere between like $5 and $10. Yeah. And Guys, mine's empty. God damn it, Tim. <laughs> Yeah. You it's all in the that. glass, but it's empty now. Uh, well, I mean, all right, you just hold still. Um, <laughs> what about you, Matt? What is your most basic? It's probably f- my my immense love of football. Like I oh, like basic dude stuff. Like just basic. Like uh, in terms of like a food that I like, probably pizza. Well, no, I'm saying like basic dude stuff. I was just thinking like basic girls. Like, I was oh, just basic, oh, basic, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So if it's just basic stuff that I'm really into, yeah. Oh, that's harder. I mean, we actually, when we went to go get those lattes on Labor Day weekend, we went over what would a basic guy be. Oh, and yeah. we couldn't really it was, figure it out. It was like PBR. Yep. Uh, North Face clothes or something that like that. Girls, mm. That was girls. That was girls. American oh, Eagle. It was Timberland Boots. Timberland Boots, yeah, yeah. Uh, board what, shorts. are we from New York now? Yeah, it's basic. <laughs> <laughs> that's not basic. My likes football. Um... Yeah, uh, like sports. So, Just like say some sports. rap music, but his favorite yeah. rapper is like Jeezy or something. Or like Drake. Drake yeah. is basic. It's, oh, that's Drake, Drake is so basic. basic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I hate Drake. That is 
We space him. I feel the same way about Drake as I do about Nickelback. Yeah. I think he's a he's a perfectly mediocre artist. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's solidly eh. He does a lot of different things, and he does them all like at a B minus level. Like it's just fine. He just has a bad definition just, of started from the bottom. I just I just can't not see him on Degrassi because he was mm, he got yeah. shot and was paralyzed, and I can't not see that. Yeah. Like when when you come from Degrassi, you can't be a rapper. In my opinion. Fair, it's fair. Um, any other thoughts on basicness, or shall we move on to the next Wait, question? Is this still no, the first this question? Is pumpkin this is second the question. Question. second question. Second question. I promise. Same Wait, no, I got, I got, I got one. Okay. I didn't really get to respond to the pumpkin spice other than I like pumpkin pie and I hate cheesecake. But uh, <laughs> right. I don't really care about the pumpkin spice craze outside of the fact that, to me, the only thing that annoys me is people are just like, Oh, I got pumpkin spice this. I got pumpkin spice this. And they're telling you about all their pumpkin spice thing. We kind of talked about it being um, pretentious. But it's like kind of how people see veganism and vegetarians. Because they're like, oh, well, I'm a vegetarian. I can't eat meat. They're making a show out of it. Exactly. Or like the Facebook vegetarians. I've heard that term uh, being used recently. So that's kind of my same view. Like the performativeness of it. Where it's like, like, look, I'm so into pumpkin spice. Yeah. And like... It's like uh, like I'm basic. Yeah. Like when you're when you're proclaiming it about yourself to kind of head it off. Or you the fact all, that you really yeah. like it. You're sharing all your stuff on sharing Facebook is like being vegan, like on their page and they're sharing that. Yeah. But it's not even heading it off because no one's gonna bust your balls. But you keep bringing it up and you keep putting it in everybody's mm-hmm. face. It's like shut up, please. Right. I don't care what you drink. Just shut up. Just just wait until you see Sean and Mary's house for their Halloween party. Mm-hmm. There's going to be so much pumpkin spice all over mm-hmm. the place. That's fine. <laughs> you open the door and just showers on you from the top. It's like yeah. it's gonna it's smell like, delicious. It's, it's like <laughs> it's like Home Wait, Alone, scalding? Just... I don't know if I want to go anymore. Uh, the next question in this envelope of round two is toilet paper roll placement. Oh, like, I, are they saying like it's front like or back? top of or or yeah on t- over or under? Or, yeah, over. The front, so I can just pull it and not pull under. So. Yes. Over. 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 Yes. over. Okay, over. What, <laughs> Definitely can, over. Can any of you conceive of a world why somebody would choose under? No. Okay. Um, because they're assholes. They're, they're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> there was, it's it's a, harder for a cat to unroll. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, okay, that's true. I'll give it that. That's, yeah. that's, I, so I've never had that issue, so I can't. That's that's outside of my purview. Right. I mean, we've had two guys. I don't think we've had that issue before either. I mean, obviously, that's just anecdotal, but... I've had friends who had cats that if they got to the toilet paper would unroll it. And they wouldn't even do it the other way. They would just close the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they forgot to close the door and the cats unrolled the toilet paper, well, they forgot to close the door. It's their fault. Yep. It happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you upend your life a lot when you get a pet one way or the other. Like, mm-hmm. there's certain lines you just have to draw. Like, yeah. like, like you're, you're, you you can set their food in a certain place. You can treat them a certain way. Like, you can give them the toys in a specific location. But, like, come on. It's a to- it's your toilet paper. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like the one. It's You can't proof your whole house from your pet. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. It's not a health hazard for that. Don't, don't ruin everybody's lives just so that your pet can't roll down the throat. <laughs> might be going a little far. Uh, <laughs> with ruining people's lives based on crippling toilet Crippling depression as a result of oh, the yeah. Italian. When, when I go into a bathroom and the toilet paper's the wrong way, I don't know how to wipe my ass. I'm just like, how does this Just use lost? your left hand. Uh, I, I grab it. I grab it. I Where's grab Rich? It's going to be 45 minutes just trying to figure out what to do. In the I, I grab a walk. This is why we need bidets, guys. This is why we need bidets. Hey, bidets. Has anybody reused Bidets are bidet? making a comeback. 
I think they should. My, my I've never used one, but the concept in in like practice is just like, duh. The bidet, the bidet is 100% underutilized in, in at least American society, and I 100% believe it should be a staple in bathrooms. I had a friend who majored in uh, Japanese. <laughs> in <laughs> bidets? He, That's a thing? He majored in Japanese <laughs> to, uh, to teach English to Japanese people over in Japan. His first time he went to study abroad over there, he came back after six months and he was like, bidets are the greatest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have these over here? Bidets and underpants and vending machines. <laughs> Let me tell you. Two primary exports. Used <laughs> underpants and vending machines. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's... Uh, I hate it. It's gross. Uh, the great, Japan's great for hygiene and whatever perfect, like, IBGs. whatever. Yeah. There's only a bidet so you can clean yourself off after using your used underpants. Um, all right, yeah, so yeah. I'm glad we came to a very easy consensus on that one. Yeah. Like, this is an obvious question. So, the last one, I think, I'm going to look in here and make sure, but uh, I think this is the last one from this envelope, is um, red light cameras. Now, oh, yeah, like, let like me tell you, all right. it sickens me. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm intrigued by this. Please, I, I, please. I'm generally in your corner, but so, I want to hear this. Please explain. So, I, I'm not sure what when, you're talking when, about. Uh, when Mary and I lived in Cherry Hill, right down the street, um... Cherry Hill, New Jersey, the mm-hmm. United States. Okay, man. <laughs> For the international uh, listeners. <laughs> when we lived, we got a we got a letter in the mail that was a guy wrote us all of the reasons that red light cameras were terrible, and after every single one, he wrote, "It's this sickens me." <laughs> <laughs> so, so now it sickens you. Yeah, so, but it's so his his basic. Uh, the, the basic principle behind it was, like, they actually cause more accidents than they prevent because people are so aware of it that they're not paying attention to the cross-traffic and they'll get into accidents, and that's what sickened him. Okay. <laughs> Oof. So you say, like, people are trying to run it? or Yeah, okay. people, people are trying to run it and, like, oh, no, or they, like, slam on their brakes yeah. and people will rear end them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but honestly, I don't think they help. It, it is a... It, it is... Um, there is an argument to be made that it infringes upon your right to face your accuser. Yeah. And it is a camera. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> like you put the, like, the <clears throat> computer on the stand, like, yeah. you're like, well, you're still guilty. I mean, $150, <laughs> please. I, I had a uh, co-worker whose father-in-law was a lawyer, and he went to, he went to court for getting um, a camera speeding ticket. He okay. was like, bring the officer who saw me do this. And he got away for it. He got out of her for, for Why free. Why, the cop didn't show up? Well, there was no cop to show up because it was a camera. Oh, okay. It was a speed camera that caught him. So it's a matter of having the, the ability and the time to be able to do that. Exactly. Yeah, like they, they couldn't get an officer there because it was a speed camera that caught him going. Well, yeah, but, is it, but that would be if you're a person who can't take a day off of work to go out to speed court, you're going to yeah. drop 150 bucks. Right, yeah, yeah it, it's, 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 it's nailing the people who can at least afford it. Basically. Yeah. Like, it's, it's brutal. I've seen I've seen both arguments. Uh, one, Rich saying like I want to see who accused me. You guys brought that up already, but I've also seen that like technically it's a while it's not a, an actual individual, it's still an officer of the court, and it still is used as the burden of proof. But then, as it being the burden of proof, it's like all right, can you see my face? Well, no, but it's your car. Great. Can you prove that I was in the car? Right. No. All right. Cool. 
then you can't charge me with this because you can't meet the burden of proof that I am the one who committed this crime. Right. Yeah. They're just expecting you to be like, ah, crap, you got me. And like, I've yeah, seen it with that and with like the Turnpike Toll stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's bad. The, the, the same lawyer who got out of that speeding ticket, he also uh, <laughs> sent it back to them saying, writing undeliverable and just sent it back. I was like, Oh, well, I guess you can't get it, so... It's an interesting way of doing it. It's not actually, since we can't give him the ticket, he's not liable for it. Cherry Hill's website is also funny about this, because I, I must have been looking when I was like trying to switch my registration over or mm. something, and they had like a frequently asked questions about red light cameras, and, they're, and they, they're, one of the frequently asked questions was, like, don't these do more harm than good? And the response essentially boiled down to, like, tough shit. They removed them, though, right? They don't exist anymore. Oh, no? Are they done? I think they pulled them all down because, because uh, yes, because... Philly still has them in bunches, but, I mean, like, yeah. that's good. At least they got rid of them in Cherry Hill. Yeah. Someone in Philly needs to be sickened by these yeah, to uh, yeah, get rid of them. This sickens me. That dude me. has a YouTube channel, and it's just, like, two videos of him <laughs> being pissed about red light cameras. It's just, it's just like the What Grinds My Gears from Family Guy. It's like, this sickens me. After, and, like, it's like his, his applause line. Like, Woo! Whole crowd. This sickens me. Get her done. <laughs> yeah, it's like a blue. It's a blue collar comedy special. So uh, we're, we're all, it seems like we're all coming down on on the anti side of this fence. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's nothing good coming from red light cameras, well, except for extra change for the, for yeah. the municipality. Well, it's yeah. the same thing. My um, so I grew up in Northeast Philly, and like all of my neighbors were cops, and you'd hear like a ton of stories about them saying that you'd have a quota of parking tickets that you'd have to issue every month, and it's it's because they factor that money into their budget yep. and it sucks that they're underfunded but that's a shitty way to make your money yeah to take it out on the people who you're there to protect and serve you're not serving them right well i mean you're especially since literally. legally yeah. they're not supposed to have quotas like that is against the law yeah. technically yeah. Well, yeah, it's, and you're but, not, it's like but it still happens it absolutely does anyway if you want to balance your budget fine but you're not a you're not supposed to be a revenue generating part of the state yeah. like you're, yeah. you're that's not your role <sighs> yeah that's frustrating yeah um, there's a lot to do. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a whole like underbelly of that that we can get to. We are out of round two questions. So I, you want me to read the sponsor or do you want me to do that next? For the uh, next one? Read the sponsor and then we can uh, right. <clears throat> close out and then go to the next one. All right, one. so we have a sponsor for this week's episode. Um, and the, the live read starts as follows. It's 9.35 p.m. You pull into your parking spot. Jimmy, open the busted door of your 2002 Ford Fiesta and step out into the dimly lit lot outside your apartment. Another late night for you. Your boss told you to stop working so much overtime and get some rest, that she loved your work ethic, but you were looking more haggard and unkempt by the day, and the whole staff was worried about you. Some had started calling you Rip Torn, not as a nickname, but as a declarative statement that they were sure Rip Torn had been hired in your place. But it's not as if you'd sleep much when you returned. Besides, work was good. Good for you, at least. Good for you to get your mind off of, well, everything. Especially that one night. You slowly walk up the stairs to your third floor apartment. Some nights it's a heavy traipse, but tonight your walk is more a defeated, zombie-like march to the place you call home. You unlock your door and open it carefully, as if the deathly silence in your building was from some sleeping occupant instead of near complete and utter vacancy. Your friends have finally stopped asking why you'd continue to live in a building after the Daily News discovered it was built on top of an ancient Native American burial ground. You don't have a compelling answer for them anyway. Your apartment is a wasteland of junk mail, junk food wrappers, and just plain junk. You're about to turn on the lights when you notice a blinking light on your answering machine, as if someone had left a message. 
You don't have a landline phone though. The only reason you even have the answering machine is because you purchased it from a garage sale last month and the person insisted you take it as a stipulation of you purchasing his entire Hee Haw DVD collection for $5. Without turning your lights on, you begin to walk carefully across the room towards the answering machine, hypnotized by its steady, pulsing red light in the upper right-hand corner. Before you can reach it though, you stumble upon something in the dark. You fall forward, and despite attempting to break your fall with your briefcase, you hit your head against the end table your answering machine rested on. As you lay on your floor, a single stream of blood running across your forehead, you crane your neck to see where the answering machine landed. Turns out that light just meant the power cord had fallen out. Your cat, Senor Snuggles, must have knocked it out. But just beyond the answering machine, you see the culprit of your fall, and your heart stops. It's an empty Pizza Hut box, now flipped upside down after your slip, but undoubtedly a Pizza Hut box. The very same box from, no, you whisper, no, 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 no. It was all coming back to you. The horror, the blood-curdling screams. Every second of that awful knife seared into your brain, the mental scar now burning as if you were Harry Potter, and the Pizza Hut box was your Voldemort. You begin to sob as you realize that no matter how much you try to close yourself off from the world around you, you will never escape that night. The night that it all changed. Your tears mix with the slow drip of blood from your head wound, pooling onto the hardwood floor you lay upon. From around the corner, Senor Snuggles trots up to you and begins lapping up the puddle of human anguish forming in front of your face. Today's show is sponsored by Papa John's. Get a large two-topping pizza and get a side order of our kickin' buffalo chicken wings for just $13.99 every day at Papa John's. Because even overt racism isn't as bad as whatever the hell Pizza Hut must have done to that guy. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Use the, uh, use the also, I feel I, I just read them. I don't do... <laughs> they, they send them to us. It, I, I mean, we've got no control over... Excuse me, I should just... Hold on, wait. I, I meant it wrong. My listeners get a side of order of our kicking Buffalo chicken wings for just $13.99. I, I, I what about my that. listeners? You don't have any listeners. Oh. So that's the end of episode two. Uh, <laughs> um, any, any final thoughts for this one? Because we have one more round of questions um, to get to. I've got no more final thoughts. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at mkaznel, M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Rich? Uh, you can follow me at B underscore walnuts. Sean? You can follow me at, hey, it's S-O-B. How Tim. many Y's is that? How many E's and Y's are that? It's uh, one of each. You can follow me at uh, Tim R. Hansen, H-A-N-S-O-N, like Mbop. But less hair. Oh, but there are two S's in Hey, it's S-O-B. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's S-O-B. Uh, so for the aforementioned Sean O'Brien, Tim Hansen, and Rich Sweeten, this is Matt Kesnell saying have a great night and a very pleasant tomorrow. Sancha. <laughs> Sancha. <laughs>